And you will look at it and think it's too hard. That's another thing. Because I did. When I looked at the original, I thought, mm, am I, is this going to be too difficult? No, no, no. No. Our members and our followers are going to be able to do this. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Today, listeners, we have a bumper edition of feedback and questions, as we didn't cover them last week. No, no. And and it's amazing, isn't it, Steve, how you miss one week and, by golly, doesn't it add up? Yeah. Yeah, they do mount up, the questions. Well, it's lovely. I mean, we're getting, we're getting a lot of feedback. And I've got to say that a lot of the questions do repeat it themselves. So we, we just can't keep saying the same thing over again. And the feedback is, uh, is wonderful. I mean, that, that's been absolutely astonishing. Yeah. So we've got uh, lots to get through today. But uh, how have you been anyway? I've been good. And since the last few days when we last recorded. That's right. Yes, it wasn't long ago, but we wanted to do another one before you went back. That's right. London, it's, it's much nicer face-to-face, isn't it? And as, as most of the questions were less left over from last week and previously, uh, it, it's a good opportunity to get those sorted out before you come winging your way back here. That's right. So let's dive into some feedback. This came on YouTube, uh, I think... The name is pronounced Lorraine. Hi there. I've been watching your videos a lot and they are brilliant. I've been painting for years, uh, but I'm still so rubbish. I can't afford art school, which is why I watch your videos. Why I can't grasp it, heaven knows, but I can post my latest attempt so you can give me some criticism. Hats off to you and your skills. Thanks, Lorraine. Yes, I'm sure you're not rubbish, but thanks. No, 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 she's not. And, And I think the thing is that people tend to do rubbish their own work uh, I, I would do that myself when i first started um the best thing to do in a situation like that is pass it on to somebody else preferably someone who is not a family member or a close friend because they are they're more likely to give you the reaction that you want and just ask them say what do you what do you think of this don't say i think this is rubbish what do you think of this because you're putting words in them i just you know, say, what do you think of this? This is what I did. And I got some very pleasant reactions. I said, well, that's very good. Um, and that way you're judging, you're being judged by somebody else rather than yourself. Hmm. And it's a, it's a good tip, I think, that I would suggest you do that. And you can actually take it to family members if you want support. And I think that's always a nice thing to do. Or if you know someone in the family who, who could give you an honest answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. But on the other hand, of course, there are downsides to this. You could take it to somebody who, who just wants to rubbish you. And then you're in real trouble oh, because that, then you that lose you confidence. Good, yeah. So you've got to be very choosy about this. But I think if you're, if you're wise and uh, you, you take it to somebody who would give you an honest answer and be sympathetic to what you're doing, uh, you could get some good feedback. That's mm. what I would do. Good advice. And thanks, Lorraine, for sending uh, in that comment. And um, that's great that you're enjoying the videos. Next one is from Dorota. Hello, Colin and Steve. Just a quick moment to thank you for your tutorials on the figure drawing. I'm really enjoying the challenge, and my husband thinks it's Christmas come early. <laughs> He's loving it, and we're both looking forward to the kneeling mail. Thanks for everything uh, on your site, Dorota. 
by getting some lovely feedback on the figure. Um, I, I was a little concerned when I when we th- first thought about putting it up. How how is it going to go down? But it's gone down a storm, and we've had several people send their pictures in, and I must admit they've astounded me. For someone, people who haven't drawn before and, and never done anything like that before. They've done extremely well, and they've all said they've really enjoyed it. Mm. So it supports what I've said. I think that's great. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the next one coming up uh, is the kneeling male. So that's going to be a, a good subject. That is a good one. It's nice to have, um, uh, a, 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 obviously, a different gender as well. So you've got the, the, the two. Because what I show is the back view of the man kneeling down. And, of course, you've got the muscles in the back, which are... Uh, he's, he's not, he's not a you know a he man or anything, but he's got muscles there that are really good to do, and they're again, it it, it takes a bit of thought. You've got to think about what you're doing, and as you're pl- applying, it's a finesse side of it. You can't mm. just chuck a, you can't draw a muscle in. It's got to be created, and just like the knee on on the other, the knee was a very good example on the standing up yeah. figure. Well, this is the same idea, only it's, it's a little bit more intricate. And I think people are going to love that side of it. Mm. Interesting. Thanks, Dorota, for sending in your feedback. Next one is from Dave. Hi, Colin. Thank you once again for a new tutorial. Very enjoyable project. This is the figure drawing again. I drew it freehand as opposed to using the provided sketch. Never thought I could do this. You have shown me how to how with practice and the correct tuition you can achieve amazing results. Yes. Yes, that's yes, that that's the one one of them I was talking about. It was really really good. Hmm. And uh, he's definitely going to be looking forward to the the next few. What I I've, I've suggested to Dave and I would suggest to other people too in a situation like this, try doing it yourself. You've got the tools now. You've got the expertise of of, of being able to use the, the the box and the um, sausages and <laughs> I call them and uh, the angles. So you've got that uh, if you've if you've studied it or study it again if you haven't, um, and you can then apply it to your own uh, photographs. Tons on the net. You wouldn't have any problem finding mm. uh, subjects, and uh, it. It's really good practice. What we're planning to do is some of our mini projects, we're going to extend the uh, drawing side to other things. One of the things I was talking to Arlene about the other day is uh, an, an old oil lamp. You know the old oil lamps, yeah, rustic yeah. oil lamp. But what a fantastic subject that would be in grey tone. So that's one of the things I'm looking out for now. I'd probably find them on the internet anyway. There's no problem there. Mm. Uh, this is the kind of thing that I should be looking for and the mini projects, which I think would be lovely to do. We can encourage people to do more drawing as such, not necessarily with the pastel pencils, even with graphite pencils. Uh, try it with that too. Mm. I think the pastel pencils give it the edge, I've got to say. Yeah. They, they do uh, give it something magic. Really well. They do, yes. So I would always probably use the pastel pencils. But the drawing skills is what we're trying to get across now to people. That's yeah. what I really want to impress people. When they do that and then they apply the same techniques and the uh, experience that they've, uh, they've, they've got hold of to the pastel pencil pictures, it's going to be a difference. I mm. guarantee it. Mm. Absolutely. The next one we have is from Brenda. I was listening to your latest 
podcast and one of the questions I was going to ask, you have answered. It was uh, from Ivana about carrying on if you make a mistake. I was going to tear up my picture of Muffin. Muffin is the white horse project mm. on our member site because I kept making a mistake with the surround of the eye. I decided to carry on because of the work I'd put in. I can't, can't remove any more pastel around the eye. I think the paper is slightly crushed. Well. Well, I'm very pleased that she did. And uh, I've seen the picture and it looks good. Mm. This is the sort of thing I was talking about. Going back to that first question, when, when you finish a picture like that and, and you think, well, I made a bit of a mess up of that. Take it to somebody independent and ask them what they think. I bet they don't even spot it. Yeah. They'll say, oh, that's lovely. Because you are seeing it, you are being overcritical of yourself, you're trying to follow what I do, and it's not working out quite as you expect it. Um, so you tend to be um, rubbish, your, your work. But by carrying on like that, as Ivana did, and her picture turned out well too, these pictures are, are it's a very important point that I made at that point, and I'm glad that she picked up on it. Mm. Because if you do make a mistake and it doesn't go right, just continue. The experience and the, uh, the techniques that you'll learn from that in a relaxed atmosphere because there's no pressure on you anymore to finish a picture or to complete the picture. Uh, and you can always do it again afterwards, you know, because then you've already had the, uh, the knowledge of that mistake that you made. Mm. So by doing it again, uh, I used to do this in the early days. If I did make a mistake, um, I was exactly the same. I, I used to think, oh, my goodness, what have I done here? Uh, I slapped myself on the wrist, but then I carried on, and I used to do it again afterwards. And of course, I, when I came across that problem again, I'd already knew what was coming, so I corrected it. It's mm. good advice. It's a learning game, isn't it? All all um, uh, creative work is a learning game. You learn as you go along. You learn the techniques, and uh, it's uh, very important to keep practice, 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 practice. Mm. Definitely. So the next one is, uh, we're on to questions now. This is from another Dave, a different Dave. Dear Colin, how about a burning candle for a project fixed to an old bottle with wax running down? Now that would be a challenge. It would be. And do you know, one of the things that we talked about last week was the uh, mini projects, wasn't it? Uh, well, I was talking to Arlene prior to this, private prior to this, uh, saying that uh, I'd had a request for a burning candle. She said, well, that's great. She said, the only thing I would say is, you know, would people want to do that, you know, as a project? Uh, and I thought about it. I thought, well, mm, well uh, Dave would, and I'm sure other people would, but would it be a major project? And I kind of almost dismissed it until we started thinking about these mini-projects. And I thought, wait, hang on, this is an ideal subject for a mini-project because people won't be looking at it to complete it as a complete picture. They'll be looking at it as an exercise. That's what I want people to look at, these mini-projects, uh, an exercise. So this is uh, on the chocks now. It's actually on the drawing board, folks. So you're doing a slightly smaller candle. Oh, yes, it's going to be small. I've got it here for Steve, actually, just see. It's quite small. It, it, I mean, you could, you could frame it and put it on the wall. There's no reason why not. Mm. But um, just in that alone, and that's, that's, that's the picture, Steve. That I've, you know, sorry, folks, you're, you're not being able to see this, but Steve is. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you get the idea, Steve, of what I'm trying to say. Now, that isn't a project that would work very well. As a, as a as full-scale. full-scale exercise, but what a fantastic uh, I'm exercise. I'm looking forward to you doing the flame. That's right. That's right. 
you see, and the dark background too. So you see, that's where we can we can score. People are going to do that. It's going to be quick. It's not going to take very Yeah, long. how are you going to do a flame uh, against a black background? I should. Well, it won't be black. It, oh. I'll, I'll change the colour there. Okay. And Still the bottle, against the, the dark. The bottle's black as well, isn't it? And I'll change the colour of that. It's quite dark, These are the yeah. great things about artwork. You can say, oh, well, I like the idea. I like the imagery of that. But really, uh, I need to change this and I need to change that and I need to do this and, mm. and so on. Uh, so it's going to be really great. But there we are. There's a, a new project coming up sooner or later and it'll be a mini one. Excellent. Okay, thanks, Dave, for the suggestion. The next one is from Jim. Hi, Colin. I'm having trouble getting a smooth application and or blend for skies or water, and the result is quite ragged. The vertical grooves of the paper, even though very small, seem to inhibit the process. I, of course, use the engre paper and pit pens pit pastel pencils and i'm wondering if the humidity is a factor i live in the southern part of japan and the humidity is very high especially in the summertime do you have any idea what the problem could be is it the humidity or is it just me <laughs> yours jim it's difficult for me to answer that question fully because i'm not sure about how humidity affects it uh, I, I, we don't have that kind of problem in in the uk the only thing i would say there some people uh, have had a problem when they've used their pencils in a conservatory. When, really? Yeah. And when they come, you know, they, I, I remember one lady, she said, when I come down in the morning, all my um, tape has kept falling away from the, you know, the masking tape yeah, yeah. from the paper. And it, obviously there's, there's a lot of dampness out there. Uh, in the morning, you know, the morning dew we get and so on, and a glass conservatory, you can imagine. That, that's the only thing I can put it down to. It... it, it Maybe there is an effect there. Uh, I can only suggest what you do is you try to work in an area that uh, uh, that's free of that. That's one thing to to solve a problem. So I can't say if that directly affects the pastel, but I would say that the pastel pencil has to be, especially in skies and water, where you're looking at a very smooth, and portraits too, where you're looking at very smooth skin, you need to have a really good base on. A lot of people I know, when they've sent me their work back, they don't put sufficient on. They just put a little bit of white. Oh, I put a bit of white. Now I put my uh, a bit of ivory or, or a bit of grey or whatever they're using. And then they put the colours on top. And the colours hit the paper. Especially for skies and water, yeah, yeah. you need that strong base. You do, you do. I mean, people would say, yeah, but I don't want a, um, a, a bright sky. I don't want a bright blue sky. I want to make it sort of cloud. Okay, use grey then. Don't use white. Use the light greys. There's always an answer to it. I can do a very moody, well, you know that. I've done a moody sky and I use the greys for it uh, as a base colour as opposed to the white. So there's no excuses for that. That can be done. And you need to have a really, really good base colour and you need to fill the paper, the grooves up, those little vertical grooves he was talking about. They need to be filled. Can you use the ivory colour shaper as well as your finger uh, or the, the grey colour shaper to blend in that base? Definitely, yeah. I, th- I think I mean, if you have a problem, some people have oily fingers or oily hands. Yeah. So you can't, can't do that. I've told people to, to try to wash their hands before they start or uh, rub them on a cloth. That works. I had people in my classes that used to do that. They had particularly oily hands and they had a cloth alongside them, a towel. You know, used to rub their hands. Before the they blend. Before they used it, yeah. So it took the, took the moisture away from the That's hand. That's a good tip. That. I'm lucky I don't have that, so I don't have a problem with that. But I know people that have. 
And that would affect it because you're basically trying to rub base colours in with, moisture. with a moisture finger. Yeah. And if his humidity is there, of course, he may well have that problem anyway. So the answer to that would be a towel. Gee. Or use the colour shaper. Or use the colour shaper, yes, that's Avoid another option. Avoid your fingers at all. Yeah, that would be, that would be a, a good idea. You can get the, the colour shapers that are larger. I've yes. used them before, the, the half-inch colour shaper. Same size. If you're doing a sky or something. You could. Yeah, I personally don't think it's as good as a finger. Straight away, I will tell you that. It's not as good as a finger. You don't get the same smoothness and you don't get the same feel to it. Uh, and this is about feel. Mm. So I think I've put that one to bed. I, but that base colours, more base colours, I would say. Do it twice. Mm. Interesting question, though, Jim. Thanks for sending that in. Yes, it is. If anyone else uh, can relate to that, um, perhaps the, in, in other humid countries, um, and whether they have the same problem mm. and how they get around it. So let us. Uh, I haven't had anybody else, so that's the only one I've ever had. Mm. So it would be interesting to know if some people... And also, uh, does it work? Use a towel. Yeah. If that works. Okay. Thanks, Jim. The next question is from another Jim, a different Jim. <laughs> Hi, Colin. If I copy one of your course pictures, can I sell it or are they copyright subjects? Now, we've had that question before. We have. And but I thought you, it was worth raising again. Absolutely, it is. Yes, because we get new people uh, joining us all the time, listeners joining us. Uh, I would say uh, to everybody out there, all our pictures that we do are copyright free. I don't mind at all if you sell them. All I would say is that if you sell them, you kind of say where you got the picture from. You know, or you, you know, you, this is one of Colin Bradley's, I think. I mean, you want to spread our name around because other people want to do what you're doing. Mm. And uh, the more we can get that about, uh, you know, the better it would be for other people to do some of the th- similar things. But no, absolutely no copyright problems on anything I do. There you go, Jim. Next one, as we have, is from Marie. Hi, Colin. I've been following your videos and putting down the colours as you describe, but I find whilst working on a picture, the darker areas that I finish and I'm happy with at the time seem to go flat and dull by the time I've completed the whole picture and I need to try and add more colour again to these areas. Uh, Two reasons for this to happen. One is when the baser colours go on ahead of the dark colours, and then the dark colours go into the base colours, sometimes the effect of that can appear at a later date. Really? It can happen that way. Yes, I've had this before. If you're using... It happens particularly where you're using blacks and um, browns on the dark colours. I don't know why. It is, it's very easy to overcome. You just put the, the darker colour back on top again. It's very, very easy. I've, I've often done this myself. And the other reason is that when the lighter areas adjacent to those darker areas are being completed and you blow the dust where does the dust go it goes onto those areas areas. and of course those areas have already been fluffed up excuse the expression by the pastel pencil so you've got a a, you haven't got a smooth paper you've got a a slightly rough paper that's been uh, had pastel attached to it and dark color and usually quite a lot if you're looking at several layers Mm. So the pastel paper will uh, say thank you very much, you know, and it will accept all those uh, little bits of flakes of dust that are going on it. That will dull it down. Very easy answer to that. Give it a good blow. Okay. 
bit of a stronger blow. A, a good strong blow will get rid of all the dust off that. Yeah, I guarantee it. Uh, again, if it doesn't, it's not really too much of a problem because you're only working on the top colour. If you've put several colours on and you've put black or grey on top, dark grey on top, you've only got to put that dark grey back on it again. Mm. It wouldn't take a second or two to do it. Yeah. But that could be the reason. There were a couple of the reasons. Okay. Good answer. Thanks, Marie, for the question. Well, there's all the questions and feedback I had for today. Um, we've got a few other things to mention. We've had uh, a few frantic people signing up for lifetime membership when we realised that uh, when they realised that no. the price change was coming up. So, um, well, they've still got a bit of time, though, haven't they? Still got, got time. Yeah, eighteenth of September. Three weeks. So exactly. Right, yeah. So we've had a few rush rush members well, join. Actually, it won't be three weeks. It won't be two by the time this podcast goes out. That's I true. Mustn't confuse people. That's true. <laughs> yes. So the eighteenth of September, our membership prices. Uh, go up a, a little bit, which uh, is all on the website. Uh, the next members project we can talk about now, which is the uh, it's going to be a still life. Oh yes, they don't know about this yet, do they? And it's, well, you it, touched on it last week, didn't you? I did you about a, a new project, but you didn't actually say what it was. So I you, didn't say what it is. Yeah, you can reveal it now, Steve. It's uh, there's strawberries in the picture, strawberries, and yes. it's a pewter drug. Yes, we wouldn't think we'd put those two together, would you? Not really. <laughs> Um, um, well, it, it, this is still life, and you can do anything with still life. You can put anything with anything. Yeah, and it's uh, it's really interesting the, the the process of I said last week about this is the one that we were talking about, listeners. That the the picture that you start off doing is completely different to the one that you yes. end up doing. But right. you watch if you watch all the videos uh, and then follow it, then you you'll get it. But it, it's really interesting colours uh, and textures on the jug. Yes, and then very different to the strawberries that's right uh, it's, it's a real whole load of techniques in that yes again this is the sort of thing that people will look at uh, pass it by they'll say oh i don't want to do a pewter drug and strawberries i'll carry on to the next project and this is a mistake because we're talking about art courses aren't we we're talking about teaching people to draw and teaching people art and sometimes in a situation like that, you have to do things or should do things that are slightly away from your comfort zone. If you stay in your comfort zone, quite frankly, you will never really progress. Mm. If you stay with animals and keep doing animals after animals, you might love doing them. And I, I can understand people's love of them. But if you keep doing them and you never try something else, then you're going to always stay in a groove. Once you come out of your comfort zone and do something else. This is really the idea of the mini-projects, really. Then you are moving away from that, having to learn, having the challenge, and once you achieve it and you're pleased with that result and you go back to your original love, it'll change. I guarantee it'll change. I've seen it so many times in my classes where people have said, oh, I, you know, I, I, I don't like it. Well, why don't you try it? Why do you not try that? Okay, and when they've done it, they say, oh, I really enjoyed doing that, even though they were out of their comfort zone. So remember that, folks. But mm. this pewter jug is one of them. And you will look at it and think it's too hard. That's another thing. Because I did. When I looked at the original, I thought, mm, am I, is this going to be too difficult? No, no, no. No. Our members and our followers are going to be able to do this. But it's all there. All the information's there. The, it's only really... You look at the pewter drug and think it's hard, but really, if you break it down and look at the colours that are put on to create that pewter, it's not. 
it's no more difficult than the black Labrador, mm. if you think about it. That's it's true. Similar, yeah. right, similar colours. And, uh, but it's stunning to do. It's, uh, and people will, if you finish the picture off and you take it to somebody and they're going to go, you didn't do that. That's the kind of reaction you get with this. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's very different. It's unusual. Yeah, um, unusual, different, challenging and very rewarding. And I guarantee when you go back to your, your loves, you know, the things you love to do, you'll be better to do it. So always think about that. Don't dismiss these things. The other thing I would say to people is do it slightly smaller. If you're not, if you think, mm, I don't really know, reduce the line drawing slightly. So you do it maybe on A5 paper as opposed to uh, the larger paper and do it smaller. That way, like a mini project, really, you're not going to use so much colour. It's not going to take you so much time. You're still going to get the same results and you're still going to get the expertise. Mm. That's only a thought. Mm. But uh, it's the sort of thing I would recommend if, if I was talking to a student, which I am, folks. You're talking to many of them. Yeah, that's right. And this is the sort of advice I would give in an art class. Good. Okay, I'm looking forward to people trying it now. Oh, I am too. I'm looking forward to people doing it. And what you've got to remember is when you see something like this and you see me doing this 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 project and you see the the beginning of it and I start talking about the the bits that I'm not actually going to do and then I change my mind. You'll see, this is great fun. This is great fun, and it will be great to watch it. Uh, I don't mind. I'm quite happy. I, when I got down to the bit that I didn't want to do, I thought, oh, I can't be bothered with this. I, you know, oh, this is, just, this is silly. There's too much here. And this is what I thought. Oh, this is too much. I'm not going to be bothered with this. So I'm going to change my mind. And it looked great when I'd finished, much better than it would have done had I continued with the, the the cloth, which is a whole load of cloth and drapes yeah. on it. Yeah. And it looked better. It did, yeah. So you see what I mean, folks? This is great fun because you're looking at something, you're seeing me change my mind halfway through. And uh, and you can do the same with all, pict- all pictures. Whatever you're doing, you're in control of it. I know you're following me and you're following what I do, but if you feel instinctively that thing no i don't think i'll leave i mean there's all the strawberries for instance you might want to leave one of those two of those strawberries off why not leave them out have one eat one (laughs) (laughs) Um, or whatever you know just get rid of it if you feel that it's not working just take it out it's uh it's good fun that because then the picture's yours it's not mine that's true that's true (laughs) but it's good fun those strawberries were great fun to do yeah Anyway, we'll put that picture on Facebook so you can see the, the, what that looks like. And yes. then the project will go up shortly after. The only one thing I will tell people now, and I know it's only you people, only the people listening to the podcast would know this because I don't mention it on the, on the video. And you don't know it either, Steve. When I did the first pewter the, the section of the pewter pot, uh, I had a reflection in it, didn't I? Yeah. And the reflection was the cloth, which was, in fact, going to be at the bottom when I got all the way down to the bottom, I decided not to continue with the cloth. Okay. But it's still reflected in the pewter jug. <laughs> <laughs> so I tell you, only you listeners know that. It doesn't make any difference. Actually, there, there is cloth in there, and you could argue that the cloth is, in fact, repeated above. But the cloth that actually is above is partly, uh, part of that was originally on 
on the picture. The bottom of the picture, which I, I got rid of. No one would it's pick that secret, up. little secret, little secret. Well, this, you see, this, this is where the fun is. And when I look back at it, I knew it was. I knew I'd, I'd had that kind of problem. And I looked at it. I thought, no, no, I'm not altering it. That that is artistic license, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, this is artistic license. Why can't I put? A, why can't I put that shadow in there? Of course, I, I have got some of the cloth below. So why not put it in? And I would have spoiled, be honest, I would have spoiled the, uh, the, the picture. Yeah. And I wasn't going to do that. So this is fun. This is why that pewter jug is fun to do. Good. Excellent. Okay, so if you've got a question for the show, you want to send it in, or if you've got some feedback, go to our website, colinbradleyart.co.uk, and click the contact page at the top. And uh, we're still looking for those reviews on iTunes for people to... Uh, Write us a little positive review yeah. on iTunes and bump us up those charts. Yeah. Say it every week. You say that every week. Well, actually, that, we, we, we're not doing too bad on that, are we? We're getting a lot of, lot of downloads. Exactly, exactly. So, so please keep it up. Yeah. Keep them coming. Okay, so uh, that's it for this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week.